We have some channeled guidance for the amazing energies that are lovely, 7-7 seven, seven portal, the full moon, and all the upcoming, because you know we're leading up to that 888, well I don't think it's not, it's an 887, but our gateway, the lion's gateway. And love is always in the air, love is in the air, na, 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 na. but it's only for those who choose love cycles. And on that note, uh, my sense of humor is going up a couple of notches, and you'll hear as we settle in with the aspects of what a 5D mystic is, and by we I'm meaning us, the community, of those out here, not just me, any person who embraces all topics. So uh, you're not a spirituality process leading a human experience. You're a human being who has an experience, and it can involve spirituality. It can involve just the self of you from the way that we learn about it with neuroscience and psychoeducators and somatics, sensory motor, every one of the good mental health professionals that explains to us why our brain and our body are important. And so you keep it in the middle, and you're not a person who's married to ignorance, so you know you don't know everything, and that subject matters are not in competition. 5D people don't compete with information because we have a maha-samadhi-samadhi relationship, and 5D people are only love cycle people. So you're an integrated mind, restorative embodied self, and you're always in a green, even when that neighbor throws shit in your face. You also know that nobody is their greatest mistake between murderers and not. Nobody is their greatest mistake. And of course, we have a system in place that keeps things organized. We want those people in the prisons to get compassion-based therapy and not just for a little while. We want to see our lovely people learn how to harness their minds. And that is through integration of the mind, which leads to a healthy inner well-being of a person and a also restorative embodied self. Now, obviously, none of us can impose anything, and we do hope that our lovely organized system stays as uh, optimally open to variety of choices, but we also know that the system will create situations such as the seatbelts. Or me, I, I loved smoking in my discos, and I could no longer smoke in the disco at some point. And uh, there's a lot of other things that, you know, people who want to yell about it usually are on the end of, I don't agree with it. And that's very much where it stands. But systems keep on recalibrating. When the seatbelt came about, I was a young, young adult. Yeah, so it wasn't that long ago. And I still remember because in Naples, Italy, they made these shirts. <laughs> that had seatbelts on for like the first, I don't know how long it took before they accepted that they must wear seatbelts. <laughs> They're not as extreme, by the way. Oh my gosh. And when I say that, it's a good thing because adults know how to keep it in the middle and have fun. The extreme of anything is just so much. Oh, I'm going to disengage from that because when you understand the inability for a body to know restorative embodied self with an integrated mind, sometimes it's best to shut it, which I'm doing right now, because my lovely Kali mode in this case would have made a joke, and I'm not going to make a joke. 
I'm going to leave it alone and say again, seatbelts, people don't seem to complain about them today. And a lot of people, when I said, I don't think I need a seatbelt, smoking, I actually, as a smoker, admit it's better not to have it in a enclosed space, but I do not agree with someone looking at me when I'm outside and telling me, you can't smoke here because it's bothering me. Well, your nail polish shit bothers me too. You don't see me telling you, uh, so what, are we going to make it on per No, perfume doesn't give you, yes, it actually does have cancerogens, if I remember correctly. Some of the fumes have cancerogens, like if you have poor workers working in the sun, bloody sun hot, and they are neon because they're out in the sun in the summer doing work on the buildings and they die young. Ah, let's go think about how workers should have protective, so long story short, I'm just saying, a lot of people yelling everywhere about different things and they're not ever really making sense if they're not 5d if they're 5d they shut it at some point and they just focus in on what they're trying to do for the well-being of all by the way not just one group of people all people all humanity this means the entire globe let me specify 5d we care about the entire globe we're not gonna pick and choose a side so we like to work globally, excuse me, for being global citizens. You know, that is something, again, uh, not everybody understands. It's okay. Not everybody has to be a global citizen, although they are on the one globe. But we don't need all hands on deck because those hands are not needed since they don't know how to use their own all hands on deck brain. Otherwise, they would be global citizens, and I do mean it. They would be very clear-minded on, I need air and I actually do need water for as much as I personally don't like the rain because gray weather is really gray. And anyone who has a cheery disposition likes cheeriness all the time. Yes. And some people say, you would get tired of it. No. No, no. Those of us who know ourselves, we know ourselves. I would never get tired of it. In fact, what I said was, can't we have, you know, like when the sun is out and there's those rain days, I would say, can't we have this? I would, I'm happy to have rain when it's sunny. And, you know, here's where I actually think, what was it, snow? When I was around snow a lot, I was like, well, snow with the sun, I'm good with that. In fact, I got sunburned on one of my <laughs> snow trips. Long story short, there are some of us who are weather paths or whatever that word is. So, 5D, we have laughs all the time. And if somebody came to us, we're not the Dalai Lama, but said to us, how dare you laugh when all these people suffer? We'd be like, wow, I'm so sorry you're angry. I'm laughing because I'm happy, but I can go over there and laugh. I don't have to make you participate. And or we wouldn't say anything. And that's about it. Love is in the air. No, 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 no. Those who love don't run away. Those who love don't uh, cancel each other. Those who love are grown-ups because they actually know about trauma. And I'm serious. Those who love, humanly speaking, in 2023 don't just have the yoga story in their head. And anyone who only has a yoga story or Claire story in their head is not in 5D land. And I am very much enamored of the yoga stories that I hear from Sadhguru. And in fact, he's great to have for the spirituality soul A troop. I'm in the enlightenment soul A troop, not the spirituality one. I've gone beyond it. I actually was never really in it until I met Sadhguru and I've done... The inner engineering program, great. You can learn a lot. Same way you can also learn a lot from Somatopia, the trauma educational certificate program that I took. It's a very straightforward one, and you can keep access to it forever. 
but inner engineering is great and if you are enamored with the practice of yoga and you want to partake to spirituality then your guru Sadhguru I love Sadhguru his Shambhavi Kriya he asks every single one of us to promise to unconditional love he starts with one person like a mother who obviously though needs to also unconditional love one person, two, three. He goes all the way to up eight billion plus, whatever. And I started crying and my heart was so happy. And then the minute I was done crying and happy, I was like, shit, how many of these people are actually going to commit to what they just spoke? Did they hear the words that they just said? Are they going to do it from their heart? Oh, I see a lot of Sadhguru people out there. I don't see them in love with their neighbor who threw shit in their face and going in to check in on them and continuing to check in on them as long as they are around to check in on their neighbor, grumpy neighbor. I don't know. I don't also see them going out and talking to humanity about the wonderful things that we are doing. I see them yelling or maybe flaunting mantles and saying, guess what I got today, my certificate, and here's where I'm at. And oh, that person, oh, they're down a bad path. Yeah. Too bad they're an energy vampire. Yeah, so anyone who's still speaking of people without love in their mouth didn't actually hear the promise. If they did in our engineering. Some people, they haven't. And I think it's ideal that they don't if they don't actually, the Shambhavi Kriya, excuse me, want to promise. That's why letting you in on a little fun fact. But you do know what happens to adaptive children who have a leader, which is why I'm very happy that we have said Guru. Because at least I know that some people will be following what is a good leader. Because he has the well-being of the entire planet in mind. Our air, our food, our water. He actually does a lot for the soil and tries to create awareness. And our soil really does need us, which reminds me I need to do something with that one. Uh, so he has this one nonprofit that he promotes, or I don't know if he promotes, but he has volunteers from Isha Foundation, I think it is. And they are trying to, I think it's to rebuild a forest in some place. So anyways, people who love stay and they fight with love and they don't fight with fight, they fight with love. So that means you're the Zen master who knows how to be compassionate with all of your community. And when you need to mind your own business because you got some adaptive child who's going vindictive, envy, jealousy, rage, whatever it is, you know how to distance and or disengage and or keep yourself in a reasonable spot so that there can be reasonable spots. However, might I add that all these stories of people coming out to get you, seriously, how many people do you think are actually needing to revolve around you? Anyone who's 5D would know that nobody revolves their life around you to the point of where they will want to seek revenge. Unless, you know, there's something that I, I don't know. You know, here's where I'm going to share a fictitious story, okay? So let's make up a story right now because that's what loop thinking does anyways. Are there people out there that take advantage of each other in the very cold-hearted, and it's not cold-hearted, it's that there's shame cycles, defectiveness, and people that mask it, and they do the dark side of neuroplasticity, so they wire in their adaptive child safety behavior response, and they become basically, uh, an ar they armor themselves within this actual heartbreak. It's sad. It's very sad. 
they can get help, but they need support of their family. They need to go to a good psychoeducator therapist who will check to make sure if their brain structure, how it functions, give them an appropriate diagnosis, let them know that you're not fixed. The diagnosis isn't fixed, but medicine can help in some instances. And then we want to follow up and stay on track and you know, there's a whole journey. So again, people who care will be where, with the person on that journey the entire time, all of it, not some of it. And I'm speaking seriously, by the way. Those who are 5D are functional adults. They understand when they say forever, for example. And it's not in a way of let's be miserable together. This does, that's a different thing. You can always tell, by the way, how? By their energy, their prana. So when you see people who grow more Krishna Lila. Okay, so I'm going to describe the feeling. So this is where we're headed. True love between, if you want to think of it as two people, that's not true love one. True love is within your own body, first of all. If you cannot feel true love within your own body, which means you cannot feel your ventral vagal nerve engaged nervous system. You don't know your mammalian heritage yet. You don't engage within a safe body yet. The samadhi thing that they talk about or the satori, whatever it is, that feeling, it's something that we will be familiar with our entire lives without knowing it. And by we, I mean the love cycle people. When they talk to you about your twin flame experience, which now is a trending topic, so it's not even a twin flame for real, because the people who know their twin flame don't need somebody to tell them about a word. You know why? This is only for my 5D mystics, because anybody else is already on a bandwagon of a story with your own soul, because it's all over the place. Yoga is popular for a reason. And I'm happy it's popular because at least people will gain a familiarity with their sensations. And as pointed out by Bezel van der Kolk, that means they will have a relationship with their body, which means that they have one step closer to getting out of their unresolved trauma if they want to, and which is where I see people stopping, by the way. The 4D, 3D, and all these other soul age groups. So I don't see them increasing their energy life prana instantaneously. And I'm snapping my fingers because that's how easy it is when you actually know if your body is feeling like shit or not, as a lucid, clear-thinking person who's not loop-thinking. It's very easy. If I throw up, I'm sick. I'm not going to want to hang out with anybody when I'm sick. When I have my panic attacks, there's times where I've pushed myself to be around. I have, I have ways that I know because it's not because of just me. It's the energies. There are ascension moments. So sometimes I, I'm still learning how to get rid of excess energy. I'm a four foot nine body, so I'm actually amplifying my window of energy and stuff like that. So it's a progress. However, long story short, I was getting to the love and knowing how to love oneself first and this beautiful Satori that you can feel in the absence of a twin flame, in fact, and most people don't know a twin flame. They just know the story and now they're on this bandwagon because it's a trending topic. And people already before loved a good story. They watched it and they went to relationship coaches. Now they got twin flame coaches. That's all. That's all this has become. Uh, those of us who actually know, like I was saying, what a twin flame or flames are, it's because of an energetic imprint. Same thing we know about our oversoul. And we learn about our oversoul because we'll recognize them from 
their eyes and then we'll also recognize them the ones of us who are mystics like for me because we will get downloads and we'll know instantaneously what it is and it's not anything shitty by the way we don't have nightmares in this way with our oversoul even if we have any type of dream that involves our oversoul and that involves aspects that are not in the realm of oh how wonderful i woke up we're not gonna be like oh my god that means it's true they're evil they're a devil there's something and i haven't ever had that one by the way but i have had in the years dreams and one particular comes to mind where i saw a type of chameleon thing go on it was very fascinating because you know like a shape shifter from there is that i've never watched more than a couple episodes but just because i was in the same room because i can't actually handle that tv the game of thrones yes don't no uh an actual 5d mystic will not want to be around any of that because an integrated body or an integrated mind and restorative embodied self will know what that is and that nervous system is not going to want to be dysregulated like that Mm -mm -mm. no 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 do not bring fear to our bodies like that. Uh, it's completely unnecessary to live that, especially since we're no longer in the Middle Ages or medieval where they have torturous weapons, which are horrible. I've seen them in museums. I'm like, thank God I'm in this time, and I do not want to remember the past, especially if I was tortured, which, by the way, I actually think I did have a vision of a moment where I was uh, not provided water at all because I was in the grace of yoga and we were becoming aware and conscious of the importance of water and I actually started crying as I was having this vision and then imagining not having potable water which can happen and I'm like oh my fucking lord this is sad this is humongously sad I wasn't afraid I was sad and then I'm like why are these people who call themselves leaders up there and wasting our time there's not so much time left to save our ocean and they're all thinking global warming is a farce or some of them are and there's not enough that aren't and we have all the people down there fighting and what are they doing fighting about this i want to be on this side of the politics i want to be on that side i want to be over here that's what they're doing so you know again global citizens don't care about the petty shit we want water to keep on being potable i'm so sorry that some people have the priority of their maserati wow wow and some of them wear their lovely little robes and make themselves out to zen masters and they got people following them oh the projection of what you want to be i forgot grandiosity narcissism and egos that are blinded by their own adaptive child maya it's not just maya man it's not just maya that's why that word doesn't do suffice i watched only two seconds of this movie and the vibration of it was just and they were accusing humanity of everything and i'm like what are you doing we're human beings are you kidding me who watches this who's brainwashing themselves with this thing and find out a lot of people it's not brainwashing they agree with it and they apparently are okay with being in that vibration so again, it's not energy vampires, it's unfortunate people who are okay in being in a nervous system's safety behavior and or, excuse me, the biochemistry of fear that comes when people are in loop thinking of different types. 
And that's why they are not near their third eye. They're not in a state of compassion. They're not in their prefrontal cortex. They're only in their mirror neurons, if anything, and in that part of the brain that does empathy. And that's why they get burnout. And that's also why they don't actually know how to replenish and move beyond in the sphere of enlightenment vibration because they don't know how to move to compassion and remind themselves, I'm a differentiated self. I'm watching something. For me, for example, it's I don't want to waste my time with it, honestly, besides have to work very hard to maintain my emotional state in a neutrality as I watch that which to me is perpetuating a biochemistry of fear and stereotypes and overgeneralizations and shitting on humanity, whether it be the Maya thing, I didn't watch it, so I don't know, or that other docu, whatever it was, they should really not call it a documentary, and then other movies of other sorts as well. And anytime I see anything at this point, I'm leaning. It's more I have to do it to be socially nice to people and not say, I don't want to waste my time here. And I really don't have any fun with these limited consciousness movies. I want to know why are they making them? Like the Game of Thrones, which I was like, what the fuck? And I get told, well, you're, you're taking it out of context and you're so exaggerated. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I'm emotionally sensitive. Excuse me. Let me try and dial back my nervous system. No, I don't want to watch it. I won't watch it. Um, the part about what I was trying to get to with the Game of Thrones idea was a specific aspect that they, the person that did it, I must say, they are really good at making you believe that, that the people are going to be saved. This is why I watched two, only two. The second, I was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough because you're doing a really great job at getting my hopes up. And the minute that it's like the fraction of the second that your hopes are up is when the, and, and it's like, why would I, why would I put myself through this? This is not good for my body. That's your emotional plane, everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention the importance of that. Oh yeah. Yes. And people tease me and it's like, you know what? Go tease me. It's okay. I'm, I'm good with being stupid again and no I'm not interested in the art of movies because it's a shit show I'd rather read uh, than uh, do that in fact give me a book one of my favorite books I have to say he was a great author and this one I enjoyed the Phantom of the Opera and here's where as I was reading one of the passages I was like wow this is really great in book form not movie form <laughs> In the book form, there is a passage where he's describing these rats that are, I forget where, crawling up the leg of a person. And he did such a great, I think it's he, the author, but he did such a great job that I was almost like I was there. So the story came to life for me. Oh, that's why I was talking about it for the part about water. And um, yoga the grace of yoga and appreciation of our water and yes our lovely not so educated intellectually speaking people who are making decisions for us and then the other people who are yelling at each other so this is all sad by the way for pure consciousness human beings to see which is why we don't really use our time with people who don't recognize how we don't need to sacrifice anything it really is unnecessary but Again, that's for the global citizens, not the ones who are busy trying to think that we are going to want to fight for resources because they keep on thinking that humanity is evil because they keep on not moving into their restorative embodied self and using their brains to predict some different stories instead of the same old 
over generalizations and stereotypes from yesterday's ancients and not today's uh, educators that are talking about the importance of compassion in the body and the mind and bringing the two together. So when you only do spirituality, people don't learn the signs, which is why you got 4D mystics talking about a lot of karmics and energy vampires and all this other stuff still. And then there are those of us who don't. And we say, okay, look, you have your choice to make, and it is your choice, not mine. And that is either you keep on staying in story-believe land, and you got plenty of people out there, or you get on board with true spirituality, and Sadhguru, again, will have you promise to unconsciously love, and he's meaning it. I love that man. I love him. And then you get to understand what it means, humanly speaking, which is your functional adults. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, which means you get integrated mind, so you work with your charged states, or... You work with your charged states, which are the parts of you, the one to three-year-old attached panicky, three to seven shame submissive, freeze of all ages, flight 11, 12, flight 14, 15, 16. Then if there's also attachment ruptures and trauma wounds, so here's where those are all uncomfortable feelings, trauma memories stored within your tissue. So it actually comes up, and usually there are safety behaviors. They're called maladaptive repetitive patterns that can be addictions and so shame cycle also is inner critic outer critic and then the denying through these repetitive addictive not good behaviors and patterns for your body and your usual interactions okay so with all of that being said and my lovely regular listeners get used to it because we might have new listeners they need to know how to use their own mind and body a little bit before they can get to use the wisdom of 5d otherwise they're not going to use it or they need enough time to get off so that I don't have to be speaking to people who won't know what unconditional love and compassion beyond a reason is, and that Satori in their body is their own body that says, I am unconditionally loved with my own flaws and imperfections, number one, and I have a right to be myself in the way that I am. I will respect you, self, other person over there, and will not physically, emotionally, mentally do anything to you whatsoever. And I personally will disengage from doing anything remotely that I know could impact you. Now, if I'm unconscious of it, but you speak it to me, I will cease, desist, and disengage immediately. And I will not manipulate, gaslight, and I will not accuse those who manipulate or gaslight. Okay, so Zen masters are not the disciples or non-disciples. I don't speak to those who are not wanting to be their Zen masters. Zen master uses their brain and their body integration. If there's an issue, then we go look for a good somatic sensory motor trauma expert to help you with the issues, which aren't issues. They're safety behaviors of a nervous system and a brain that learned a thing or two, and you can get a handle of it with compassion, not by ignoring your sensations or emotions. No, your window of tolerance is very important. And your brain will let you know if your window of tolerance is being, like with my panic attacks. It's not because of me, even though I'm the body. It's when the energies are high. The last time it was like a buttload of energies were coming in. And I was feeling it three days prior to the arrival of it. And I actually also did an Akashic record reading around that time, if you all remember. We all have been having upgrades, and that's because you're expanding, if you're expanding. If you're not, then you're contracting, which means you haven't upgraded, which means you're going to be in a space of stagnation. 
and that is in a variety of folds, and I'm not going to go there because I don't do stagnation. I do for those who know what that stagnation would be, which is why it wouldn't be stagnation, which means you have answers and you're like, okay, come on, Maria, keep going. Okay, so love is in the air. Why is it in the air? Because those who love don't run from it. They are people who address their fears and they address their avoidance and they address their physical stuff. The safety patterns with compassion. They are able to know that if I want to disengage from communication and interacting with people, that's not me wanting something. Why don't I want it? Or why am I doing what I'm doing? And they get curious. They don't insult themselves or their patterns. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? What is it bringing me? Is it bringing my love? So safe haven is first off. Am I unconditionally loving myself? with flaws and imperfections or not. Second, secure base. Am I pursuing that which my values, desires, tickles my mind intellectually? Am I doing anything of worth for me emotionally and mentally, not materially? That can go thrown in the trash. It do nothing to you. I know a lot of people think it brings joy only to the ones who don't feel their body. Only to the ones who don't go to the depths of their emotional plane does anything of the outside make it worthwhile and it's unfortunate it's not even worthwhile because their energy levels do not go up i see people with buttloads of money no prana you better bet there's no life force energy there so what happens when a person wires themselves shut even though they're never completely shut they can get help but what happens when people use the dark side of neuroplasticity i've seen it happen more than once in my lifetime so far and it's a very sad story because they become pretty much delusional, but not in a way that you'd think. They don't end up in prison. They're not murdering anyone. Nope. And they're not thieving anyone. That's for the young people who unfortunately don't get help soon enough. The psychopaths who are torturer people, they get into jail because we have a system in place. And anybody who wants to keep on talking about what the system isn't doing, there's only so much that we can do, and if you're yelling about it, why aren't you creating a nonprofit and doing something different? Uh, stop yelling about it. Do something about it. And uh, don't do something that is not with the law, please, because, again, there's a structure in place. Go with the law. Whether you like or dislike, you are either part of the expansion or you're not. And you fighting the system is not the way 2023. I know people like to live in the land of uh, the ancients, but... And they keep on thinking. Some people think that we're headed down a specific path. These are the same people who have no imagination or compassion in their heads. If they did, they would stop thinking about us having to compete or fight. The lesser evolved part of your brain and nervous system is called the reptilian for a reason. It's in your fight flight and you're in a stressed out body. And your brain is being used with cortisol, which is going to actually circulate your hippocampus, which is going to fragment your memory, which is not going to help you be smarter. No, no, you're not going to see clearer. You're honing in in a specific way. And because your story is the same one as a bunch of people, the people who see clearly won't actually not know what you're about to tell them. And so we actually are in a mind that says, okay, we heard that one before. Let's go to the people who actually are creating something versus the ones who are repeating uh, what they watched in some movie. 
the part about water being important and air and food is the real deal, which is why the urgency is about expanding consciousness of people, and that means creating more Zen masters, so people who care about each other, not the other way around. People who know how to love each other. That means that when we see compulsive thieves or actual disciples, if you will, we actually support their expansion. And when we see non-disciples, we support their expansion the same. We walk with all the people, talk with all the people. Nobody is more, nobody's less. Zen masters aren't more. The 5D person is just intellectually and emotionally smart. Intrapersonally, interpersonally smart. They have an intelligence that equates their left and right mode. It does not mean they're good at regurgitating information at all, by the way. No, no. And they don't give two shits about empirical lists. They're giving two shits about what's around them. If they need to get the data, kind of like when Einstein, I think it was, was asked about if he memorized pi. And he's like, if you want to know pi, go get the book. So the people who like to think about data as intelligent, you know what they do? And you know what they don't do? I got a perfect example in my head. They read 10 to 20 million books, or I don't even know. They tell you the exact number of books that they read. So they speed through books. And then they have one storyline. They have one storyline. They have a teenage persona in an adult body. And it's locker talk, and that's about it. And their lack of creativity is completely, completely uh, something that you wonder how is it possible since you read so much. Uh, but they choose on their own to do the same, which is not a persona, excuse me. Apparently, it's what is of interest to them again and again and again. So what are you doing? Let's see. You're staying in your safety behavior. You're staying in your repetitive pattern. What happens when you're presented with a challenge, which would be a loved one who does not have the ability to engage with you too much intellectually speaking? There's one of two things. You learn to meet them in the middle, and you learn to meet each other in the middle, and that's how it's done. And both give each other the opportunity to walk different paths alongside each other and to love each other and to tease each other, and to be kind to each other, and to understand that everybody does the best they can with their own self. And if some people are afraid to grow up, because they will be afraid to grow up, that they are not going to want to try a little bit more. And they're going to run away from it. And how do they run away from it? <laughs> It's very easy when people hang out with each other, how you notice when people run away from allowing themselves to move beyond what they're comfortable with from their own habits. They disengage from conversation with those who they don't have the ability to engage with, for example, one. They are able to interact in small doses so that they can affectionately interact with you. So there, there's just ways. It's a secure connection. That's love. And here's where it's still safe haven, secure base. But of course, this is the part where some people, they will maintain a secure connection, but their motives will not be because of love. And that's something that is what I was going to get to with the story. And that would be when people 
actually uh, tell you, let's say, what if, you know, those marriages, right? They get married, they cheat each other of money. What would you do? You speak all this stuff. I was like, well, what would I do? I would do what I would do. I would start over again. I would do anything to be able to make it. And that's it. Uh, how would you not be angry? Well, why would I be angry? They obviously don't know how to be a person. Oh, that's evil. No, but if you do look at the 1 to 22 list of evil, these are people that don't know how to emotionally handle their 2-year-old, 3-year-old, all of their parts. They have shame, defectiveness. If it's a narcissist, they're still a person who has an actually uh, unfortunate lack of integrated mind. They don't have a restorative embodied self. They had some shit go down that brought about a defectiveness cycle, and they're deflecting the love that they're getting because they feel like a piece of shit. Like those prisoners who when Russell Coates says, I'm here to teach you compassion. And they're like, don't you know we're the scum of the earth? And Russell Coates is one of the people who's like, no, you're not scum of the earth. And he calls the shame Teflon bag, people who will deflect any type of good because their brain thinks they don't deserve it because they will have had an upbringing with a body that doesn't feel lovable. This shame cycle, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, defectiveness. So... Long story short, love is knowing that. And, and when things happen where the motives behind maintaining a relationship are not your well-being, so people don't want you to be happy, they try to hurt your feelings actively through their life. You learn how to allow yourself to remember what we already know, the 5D mystic in the Enlightenment soul age group about our oversoul, family, and it's not training for us, by the way, the loved ones that we have around us teach us how to love each other more, because they teach us how to accept that which we don't like in a way that is of a grown-up with our ventral vagal tone, because we will have learned to be our own differentiated self, our safe havens and secure bases. It will not ever be something pleasant to know that people have motives to hurt your feelings and actually actively create a, what's the word? Um, I'll use a story. It's something that's happened to me. I was a teenager. And I remember very clearly to this day, my twin sister and I would play with these twins one of them unfortunately passed. And the three of them decided to give me a laxative. But they told me it was a piece of gum. And so I took this gum. I thought it was gum. And then they all started laughing, if I remember correctly. And I was like, what did you do? Because that's when I figured out they gave me something. And, and then they told me what they gave me. And I got very angry because I'm like, now what if I have to go, Poop, you gave me a laxative. What if you're hurting me? This is supposed to be medicine, you know? So I forget, but I reacted in the way that I usually will. And I did with all teenagers. And the only word that I got hurt to hear was, oh, you're so... There is a word in Italian, I can't remember it in English, but that basically, you're so sensitive, can't you take a joke? And I'm like, how's this a joke? You gave me a laxative, this is bullshit. And the, <laughs> I didn't say that, I, I wouldn't curse as a teenager. Another part, this, uh, here's another story, this one happened again around the same age, 14, yeah, 14, 15. 
it was carnival and in italy they have uh fireworks or little firecrackers well even in america but in february in america is not carnival even though if you go to louisiana it is because <laughs> that's where we get to have they have uh, lent and all that or it's in preparation for lent so long story short i'm having a very pleasant conversation with a friend of mine and i have this coat on and near me is one of our friends who is a bit of an asshole i remember he was a very big asshole meaning the type of joking that i personally don't appreciate and still as an adult i don't i just learned how to handle my words because adults apparently don't know how to um recognize who it is what it is i don't like certain types of messing around i don't find it funny so I learned to be a grown-up about it, is what I'm trying to say. And here's where people say, well, why did you learn? Because that's what grown-ups learn to do, to suck it up and shut up and just not engage with people that don't actually make it an effort to understand what you're okay with and having fun with and what you're not as okay with because you don't get it and you don't pick it, whatever it is. This is the part where it's just tiresome to try and explain oneself if a person doesn't understand. It's okay. We don't need as grown-ups for people to understand does a child yeah this is the part if something is upsetting in a way of creating a unsafe the feeling in your body because this is what we're talking about and and so again the reason why nobody owes anyone anything in life for a grown-up is that we all have different ways that we will feel safe which is why if somebody runs away because they're afraid of you they're afraid of love the whole people with their twin flame saga, I'm thinking you all have unresolved trauma and none of you are seeing this. You're all going to these coaches that are telling you about spirituality and none of you are figuring out you're a person and you're talking about your loved ones. And the worst part is they have created steps, stages, all this bullshit. It's very straightforward. You either love or you don't. And if you love, then you don't run away, period. Because it would mean you know you're safe with someone if you're afraid, you speak about fear. If you're not afraid, then you would not have to run anywhere. So again, safety behaviors are very important to note. And when people have unresolved trauma, if they grow an intellect, it won't be because of spirituality, maya, or yoga practices. It would be, oh, wait, I'm running away from love because I'm afraid of it. Let me take a look at what am I doing. It's very straightforward. You don't need a twin flame journey. You don't need any of this. This is also why people don't have an actual twin flame. Those are on the journey for other reasons. And again, I'm not here to say, is it? No, I, you know whatever is yours to know. What I know, though, is that if you're an oversoul and you're talking to me about twin flames and you want to tell me you're an intuitive and you're a mystic, well, then I have a word or two to share with you as a mystic. This is what I'm trying to say. As a mystic that has been a mystic since forever, without even knowing it, let me let you in on what a true twin flame journey is and let me let you in on what these relationship coaches are and let me let you in on the truth of what you are doing right now, which is not anywhere near your spirituality journey because you ain't looking at yourself or your family of origin or your unresolved trauma or anything of what you're doing with your relationships. Because if you were on your spirituality journey, and actually hearing the lovely yoga practitioners, but see, here's where if they're not teaching you about being a human, you're not going to hear anything except for be enamored with your own illuminated light inside of you 
and be delusional all together because that's what I see around with the people in the trending topics that don't ground themselves in reality. It's not about you not having a twin flame. It's that if you have one, you don't need someone to tell you one. And if you have more than one, you don't need someone to tell you that it's a catalyst, not a catalyst. All these words are bullshit words. You're putting on different types of categories, people that you know, essentially, which is also, by the way, you're completely distracted, obviously, because you're thinking about people who, oh, by the way, let's not forget, are running away from you, apparently, or creating shit for you, which is why you need a twin flame coach in the first place. And no matter how the science guy wants to pose it, granted, he is awesome. I like him a lot more than the other ones because he's just straightforward with shit. <laughs> but dude, man, you want to try and put a relationship into the box of science. You've taken all the love out of it. Because if there's one thing about love, it's spontaneity. <laughs> there's nowhere near anywhere that somebody who's a 5D person is going to need a mediator in their love life. That's all I'm going to say, because, yeah, we don't need a mediator, because we already know I'm not your parent, and you ain't going to be my parent, and you better bet that if I'm a challenge for you, obviously, well, let's just put it this way, love is not in the air if you can't handle a debate or more, because, you know, grown-ups. I love my divine masculine friend. Oh, man, I love, I miss that man. Because when we get into it, we're on opposing views and I can have an actual conversation with a human being who does tell me what they think. There's another person, I need to try and get a hold of them, but there's another person I know who is just as blunt and straightforward and I want to have some conversations because I want to figure out how they think because they are curious about polyamory, polysecure and a lot of other things. So. Um, I need to see if my friend will let me partake in some of their encounters because the friend is a little protective because they know their friend and so they're afraid that their friend's going to hurt my feelings or something. <laughs> so it's, it's funny. So this is what love is. This is what love is when people care for each other. So uh, here, funny side note, as we finish up the episode, the channeled guidance, by the way, if you have not gathered, is that love has no boundaries. And nobody runs away from anybody. You continue to grow and feel safe because you expand. It doesn't matter what type of insecure style, attack, none of it. None of it matters to people who love each other. And if you're 5D anything, you will know this, mystic or not, because you won't jump off the ship the minute that things get tough. You don't run away when something gets quote-unquote tough. You don't say, because you spit in my face, I'm never going to speak to you again. This is bullshit. These are bullshit sentences, and it means simply put what we see out there, because those are all adaptive children. 3D, 4D, and all these people, they talk about love. They don't know love. If they did, they, they don't know love like grown-ups, excuse me. They know love like the movies, and you know what the movies are, movies. And the part that love is unrequited, no. Bullshit. Because you're nervous system is involved. When your oxytocin gene hormone is on, it's because your ventral vagal state is on. Yes, if you have sex with someone, that activates specific neuroreceptors, and that's why there's entanglement and whatnot. But the bond between people is not only that. In fact, here's where, again, back to our oversoul, anyone who is anyone who's a true mystic doesn't need anything with this whole twin flame saga. 
if you've ever followed any of it, it's not anybody who's coaching you on your relationship. It's out of curiosity. It's out of, for me as an educator, I get to bring to you the difference. And I began my mysticism with knowing about other people. The minute I saw this twin flame thing go trending, I did not follow anyone really. I just knew that it was trending now. And I just saw a bunch of these individuals. I'm up with my twin flame over here. I'm with my twin flame over there. And I'm like, okay. Oh no, you're a soulmate. You're a catalyst. You're this. I'm like, this is a shit show. Okay. But I know how much people who are not their own adult self well, they just love how love is unrequited, so they let themselves be in this uh, drama land. Um, that is not love. That is, unfortunately, unresolved trauma and what is attachment insecurity. Avoidant and ambivalent usually are the ones who are the push and pull. And the whole mirror thing, that's why only people who are not their own self will actually think that they're a mirror of another human being and that you mirror opposing things to each other. If there's one thing that is clear, we all are mirroring our own self onto others. So if you have one thing in check as a 5D person is yourself, which means you know what you see, compassion beyond a reason, lovely, 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 lovely. So again, even though the motives of those who stick around are at times to have vindication of nothing except for something that only they will know about. People who do spite, revenge, who come into your life and plot and plan. The stories that have been given, as I've shared a little bit of this and that, no person has ever actually gotten me to say, oh, I would be so righteously angry. No, because I would be able to live. As long as they don't take my life, then I'm good. And if they, yeah, that's the part, is where when people pose this, it means they don't know love. And they really are just trying to get somebody to tell them what they want to hear. And they're not. If you are love, you only have love to speak of. And you don't have anything ill to say of the people that are of your oversoul. And anything that will have been brought your way will have been given you the opportunity to stand your ground and expand your relationships. And for those who do run away, you're not going to chase them because running away means you're afraid. And you're afraid of the person you're running away from, obviously. And so, again... Uh, love is not about attachment for the functional adult, which is what a 5D person is, because you are your own safe haven, secure base. And so that means you unconditionally love who you are, as you are, with your flaws and imperfections, and you know what desires you want, the values, you bring all of that forth. And any person, anyone who's in your boat, doesn't matter if they're in your boat because they want to get revenge or not, they're plotting something or not. doesn't matter. Time will let you know on that note, by the way, when people have lied and done all these things. Time told me everything. I learned this as a teenager, and I learned that there's no need to be afraid of lies or cheating or gaslighting or ghosting or manipulation because all of those teenagers did one thing. They didn't follow through with their word. They're all insecure egos. They're all afraid. And, you know, when you fiercely love... You don't want to be around fear. 
It's not because it's an energy vampire. It's just not an energy that is life-like. Shame is humiliation. Shame is in the inaction. Shame is lack of the essence of life. There is no prana. There are plenty of people that I see doing yoga. Yeah. Better bet that fear is running their life because I don't see them embracing more humanity. I just see them talking about more trees. So there is a spirituality soul age group for a reason. That's not the soul age group I'm speaking to. I'm in the enlightenment soul age group. So I, if you're not here, it's okay. You don't have to be. The people who are going through their own expansion right now and slowly come across all of the lovely IHP content, they're people who want to be in the 5D, self-empowered, enlightened perspective and moving into you as your Zen master, being yourself as an adult, learning to love your loved ones, and that's all people of all walks of life. There's a good somatic sensory motor and trauma experts, and I share with you information on that note so you can share information with your loved ones and then advise or think i've said to more than enough people when i think that they could use a little bit of extra help apparently they think that their uh mind reader brains are doing the, the job so there you go they know about their karmics and catalysts and the twin flame stuff and or whoever's plotting against them and trying to take them down by blocking them and taking their money and you know some of these things are very interesting as you look around and see what people still believe in in 2023. So, on reality land, on reality land for my lovely intuitives, because of course I do bring to you that aspect with the energies. You are a person who's able to grow your relationships and to know if somebody right now is running away from you, leave them alone and work with your own heart because if they're afraid that means they have unresolved trauma and attachment wounds and they don't know how to be a safe haven or secure base for themselves so they can't be a safe haven or secure base for you and they can't be it as a secure attachment or a secure connection and that's a very straightforward grounded thing it doesn't mean you like it that's the part nobody likes when our loved ones are hurt and scared and avoiding us and being me nobody likes any of that because that's exactly what our mammalian heritage which we all have does not appreciate is for each other not to love each other but if people don't know how to be adults and they're afraid and their recurring pattern is to run away, to avoid. These are called trauma safety behaviors. Enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex. It's called people being reactive. It's called they don't stop and try. They choose to run and avoid. They choose to withdraw. I gave you a very straightforward example. It happens to people I'm around all the time. We create secure connection. We find our sweet spots. They stay within their adaptive child safety behaviors. And we are able to coexist as adults who are loving and kind and humorous because we don't go to those spaces of conversations and interactions because it's easy for harmony to be found when you have people who care about each other. That means we accept each other's flaws and imperfections and we laugh and tease about them 
like I did as a teenager when they gave me that laxative. Oh, and the other story was basically this dude threw firecrackers in my jacket and my jacket went on fire and I didn't notice because I was intent in my conversation. The person comes down from the little wall and starts basically hitting me and I realize I'm on fire. I freak out as a 14 year old. I remember because that took me like two minutes to get my jacket off. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Why would you throw a firecracker near my feet? That's not funny. They were laughing. Everyone was laughing. And I was like, if I hadn't been able to, you could have burnt me. So, for example, do you think that I became closer friends with the person? Like, no, they did not care that they almost burnt me. And do you think I could trust physically a person who would give me a laxative without? No. The reality is you learn how to just disengage from, okay, they will have your best interest in mind. I guess we'll find out in time. Luckily for us, physically speaking, again, unless you meet somebody who, and there are plenty of red flags that you can notice, by the way. So, and really, nobody, unless you're famous, usually you're not going to get into something like that, or you don't see the red flags. And that's for another conversation. Let's support each other, love each other, bring to each other the best that we can. And if we need help, let's get good help. Looking forward to your thoughts and experiences. Have a wonderful day.